Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Get Political podcast. I'm Anjali Jathavedam. I'm Casey Young. And I'm Michaela Wallach. In this episode, you will hear all about the presidential election, the Democratic Convention, and some other current events. And we will be discussing with our very special guest, Aidan Cohn Murphy. Hi, my name is Aiden. I'm 16 years old. Um, I'm from Washington, D.C. Um, I started TikTok a few months ago, and now I have at like 95,000 followers, which is very weird. Um, my life kind of revolves around politics. I don't have any other hobbies, which isn't ideal. Um, but I'm a, camp- a campaign fellow for, for Senator Ed Markey on his campaign. Um, and I've done like other fellowship programs this year, and it's and I have a podcast called the Next Generation Politics Podcast. So it's been it's been a busy summer. So that's who I am. How did your event go last night? Oh, it, it went really well. Um, I think it might have been the our like the best our best virtual phone bank on um, Vote Builder that we've had this entire this entire. Um, campaign, which is pretty crazy. So it went really well. We made a total of like 2,200 calls. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I don't know if we introduced ourselves, but I'm Michaela and I'm Casey. I'm Anjali. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. So what did, we want to hear like what you think about the DNC. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they actually did a pretty great job. I think all things considered, I was worried um, that they were gonna seem really out of touch. I was worried that because it was virtual, it was gonna be a mess. But um, I think they managed to have like a like four very strong nights and a very unifying um, a very unifying event. And then the Biden speech was amazing. Um, I was certainly expecting him to go up there and just say like, "Hello, I'm." Jill Biden, whoops, and then for him to drop 16 points in the polls. But I was pleasantly surprised by his speech. It was good. Yeah, I thought it was really powerful. And um, I think he, like, definitely connected with everybody watching. And and I also think, I want to hear what you think about, like, Michelle Obama's speech and... Um... I mean, I love her speech. She's such a skilled speaker. Um, it was very, I felt very emotional. I felt very policy based, which, which is good. And I hope that she'll eventually run for office because it would be a waste of talent not to. But if I were her, there would be no reason to run for office. Um, but uh, I liked it a lot. I liked Bernie's speech. Um, I like how they spaced out like all the the heavy hitters, so that every night was like a good draw, um, and uh, yeah, I liked I liked or I liked everything, except for K six speech. But, uh. So, do you have any thoughts on the Republican convention coming up? I mean, honestly, I'm more excited for that than the DNC because I'm so excited like at how bad it's gonna be, <laughs> like. I'm not even trying to be rude here, but like, I don't see any way in which this goes well. Like, 
they're having like one of their speakers is like sorry, the my pillow guy yeah the my pillow guy and like one of their like group speakers are just two people who like brought their guns out because they felt threatened by black people like it's, it's not like they're not even murdered like they didn't do anything like the st louis gun couple like they weren't being threatened that they just like felt uncomfortable about the number of minorities around them and grabbed their gun and got arrested because that's a crime like to i guess they're not an open carry state or they didn't have an open carry license like it's not that it's not that deep from huh? yeah the speaker's list is so random and the thing is like romney's not gonna speak um bush isn't gonna like the, the, like do you, the dnc have like all the living democratic presidents the, the rnc's gonna have reagan's dead Bush is dead. The first Bush is dead. Bush isn't speaking. So no one. Like, they're not going to have any former presidents. And Romney said he's not going to speak. And McCain's dead. So yeah, it's going to be a really weird event. But um, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, and it's also not going to be fully virtual, right? What? I thought they were having, like, an in-person aspect. That's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. What are they doing? So do you think that this election can threaten our democracy? I mean, absolutely. I think we're seeing it. We're seeing it with, um, with, we saw it in Portland. We saw it in, I mean, here, here in DC um, in late May. I, I think that Trump, and, and we saw it with the, with the Postal Service stuff, like Trump has a blatant disregard for the democratic institutions that we have. And it's different because while Republicans We'll never stop trying to steal the election um, through voter suppression. They don't often admit it. Like Trump said that they could, he was blocking funding for vote for um, the post office because he wanted to stop vote by mail. You don't. I think he forgot that you're not supposed to say that part out loud. <laughs> yeah, and everything that he's saying about the post office is kind of it's baseless, and he has no evidence, and there's like no history of voter fraud in in mail-in ballots. I mean, I don't know, he says, he says that he won't accept election results, so like, I'm not sure what we're hoping for here. I think that, no. I mean, he's my voted biggest before, right? He's voted by mail before. Yeah, almost his entire life, because of course he has. Um, my biggest worry is that because Democrats are voting by mail, for the most part, and Republicans are voting in person, on election night, Trump is going to be up almost everywhere, even in states that are like that lean Democratic. So it's going to look, I'm, I'm sure we'll be down in like maybe even Nevada. And then we're all going to have to like, we're going to be terrified about that. But we'll only be down because um, Democrats vote by mail and it's going to take a few days. And my biggest fear is that Republican state, state legislatures are going to certify election results calling Trump the winner um, because he was ahead on election night. But for most swing states, they have Democratic governors. So they're going to have a Democratic governor giving a different result, and that's just going to cause chaos. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. That makes sense. But as long as we have an uncontested, I mean, like, uncontested by, of course, Trump's going to contest it. But... Unless we have like a lot of Republican senators contesting it, then I think we'll be fine because um, 
like Trump can complain all he wants, but at at noon on what is it, January twenty first this year? Yeah, January twenty first. Um, like except for a small group, like Secret Service will leave him. He won't have access to the nuclear codes anymore. So like he won't be president. Um, but that's only if we don't have an uncontested election. If we have a contested election, then who the hell knows what's going to happen? Um, so what are your thoughts about Joe Biden's VP pick, Kamala Harris? Like Kamala. I think that I was, at, I was hesitant at first because of, I know that like her record as a prosecutor isn't great. And I listened to her speeches and, I listened to her talk and her stories, and I like her. I think it's probably, it feels weird. I mean, and like four years ago, you would never, like, it's, I mean, it shows that we've come, as a party, we've come a long way, that the safest choice on Biden's, like, shortlist was a woman of color, which is pretty surprising. Um, and it would be weird four years ago. But anyway, but yeah, so I, I think she was definitely the safest pick. Um, I think that there were so many good options. There were no great options. Um, if the protests had never happened, uh, I mean, of course, thank God they did, but I think that, um, if the protests hadn't happened, then I think it probably would have been Warren, but like everyone had a flaw, like Susan Rice had like the Benghazi stuff and people thought she was untrustworthy. Keisha Lance Bottoms was, and, and Stacey Abrams were both underqualified. Whitmer couldn't leave. Like everything had, everyone had a problem. Yeah, so I think I think Harris was very safe, mm-hmm. and I think that she could draw from both parties. Yeah. So it kind, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I also think that like, like not we like pundits talk about like what's going to happen to Bernie voters, um, and like the progressives. And I think that if you're already willing to vote for Joe Biden then you're under the mentality that we need, like, based on harm reduction. So I don't think that, like, because Joe Biden's bubble of, like, mistakes, like, especially with racial injustice, is, like, here, and Kamala's is, like, here, like, inside it. So if you're willing to vote for someone who's here, I don't know why you wouldn't be, well, be willing to vote for someone who's here. So, I don't know. I think that, no. Not to say that either one of them is racist or anything, but I just think that. Do no. you think people will vote for Bernie? Uh, not really. No, I mean, a stat that always surprises me, and I'm I I I, I heard it somewhere from a credible source, but maybe you can find the actual data. Um, data. Okay, so Bernie voters in 2016 were more likely to vote for Hillary than Hillary voters in 2008 went for Obama, um, which I, I do think that we overstate our, that we as like left or liberals overstate our case like against Bernie supporters because they did come out to vote pretty pretty well. And, and um, when you have an incumbent, um, when it's not an open race, like um, third party, third parties typically don't get above like 3%, and I'm guessing Jorgensen will get like 2%, Hawkins will get like 1%, and we'll do like if, like like 0.5% write-ins. So, so I think that it's, it's going to be a little different this year. So moving away from the election, do you think that we should have a two-party system? Not really. 
we have to like to not have a two-party system i don't know i i think that theoretically if theoretically we should not have a two-party system at all um you should have to like build a coalition with like different groups like have a have a progressive party that you can vote for knowing that they'll form a coalition with um with your center left party and the establishment there and that way you're not really throwing your vote away but the problem is for president we can't do that unless we have ranked choice voting but i don't know which is more reasonable like ranked choice voting or i mean I, I, ranked choice voting i think would start the demise of the two-party system which is good but the problem is we like oh, there are a lot of people who want to protest the two-party system but voting like third party in this election just shows your like shows your insane amount of privilege and moral superiority that you need to feel like over everyone else so like um so it's easy enough to protest the two-party system but it's hard to take actual actions to combat it like my worries with the party system is like i feel like republicans now they just they want they want to vote for trump because they're just anti-democrat and like they don't actually support trump they just they just don't want a Democrat in office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah, I think also not having a two-party system or just having more parties would force people to do their own research and it would just, it would just educate more people. Yeah, look at the policies rather than the party. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the Electoral College? Um, as you can probably guess, some not a fan um i don't know it's inherently undemocratic and i know that we're meant to be a democratic republic but i would argue that the presidential election is meant to be an example of our democracy because we have the senate which is an, which is an also an inherently undemocratic institution but i think that the presidency is meant to be a semi-democracy and i think that it's incredibly insincere because of course it's not a democracy but I, I think we, we obviously need to abolish it and whether that's through the the was it the popular vote, the national popular vote interstate compact, or less likely, a constitutional amendment. I mean, we just need to abolish it. I think that like people who are trying to save it are like, but what about like the farmers, like the people who live in the small states? Like we need to help the farmers, and then like I, I don't know how farmers ended up being such like. I'm not saying that, that, of course, farmers, like, matter, and we need to, like, hear their voices, but, like, they're more nurses than farmers. They're more, like, they're more incarcerated individuals than farmers. Like, yet we talk about helping farmers so much more than we talk about, like, helping nurses or even criminal justice reform. Like, I don't know. I I haven't heard any argument as to why one vote, one person's vote should be more important than another person's vote. And that doesn't even think about, no. like, because what, what, what they always say is that, like what, what people who defend the Electoral College say is, um, if we got rid of the Electoral College, then people would only go to California and New York to, um, to campaign. But right now, candidates only go to swing states to campaign. Like, there's just a random group of, of states that like, don't always vote one way that like that, that they campaign and if they ever campaign in california it's just to get money like it's not the system is so flawed right now i think republicans 
fail to admit that. Okay, so do you do you know what you want to be when you're older regarding politics? Um, not like I don't know specifically what I want to do, but um, definitely something political or at least political politically adjacent. Um, maybe polling, maybe like a congressional staff, or maybe work on campaigns. I, I don't know if I'm more interested in the legislative side of campaigning or the um, I mean, of politics or the policy side of politics. Um, so definitely something politically adjacent. What about you guys? Um, well, I just started getting into politics, so I don't, I don't really know yet. But yeah, I don't think I would make. I don't think I'd make a career out of it. Yeah, same. I like more like science. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And and the last thing we want to ask you, and we know you talked about it on your podcast, but what are your thoughts on WAP? Um, I mean, I like Megan's verse. I'll say that. I'm not a big Cardi B fan. Megan's verse goes hard, but um, I mean, I don't know. I I like Ben Shapiro's version so much more. Not a question. I. I, if there was like a full length version, I would genuinely listen to it. Like, uh, I don't listen to music, but I would add it to my non-existent. Play- I would make a playlist, and the playlist is just Ben Shapiro singing WAP. So, I'd say I'm a fan, but only of the Ben Shapiro version. I, I think you should do more covers of rap songs. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I, I, I wonder if he's a cameo. Probably not, but it's not a bad idea. You could like. I don't know if if he like found some way to pretend like he got tricked into recording an album and then, and then like he released it and said I went on his podcast and saying don't listen to this like the liberals tricked me then it would sell it would sell so well and it would do so well and that's so funny to me. Yep. So that's my advice for Ben Shapiro if he's listening, which is unlikely, but it is. Yeah, I think rap is a better career choice than politics, right? It would definitely be dam- it would damage our democracy a little bit less than what Ben Shapiro is doing now. So is there anything else you want to say? Uh, volunteer to be a poll worker. Um, if you're 16, it's uh, Trump said that he's going to send troops to monitor voting. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I guess be a poll worker and stand up to our troops now, I guess, because that's where we are in 2020. Uh, Yeah. That's my final message. Okay, we'll definitely do that next election. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.